This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. City Hall Insider Paul Osborne in the studios. You've been covering this community for a long time. We've had our share of labor issues and strikes and uh, uh, throughout the years. I don't recall in, in my 26, 27 years of doing this, uh, any more callous of a treatment of employees than what happened yesterday with Acorn Pharmaceuticals. No, I would agree. And you'd say I've been doing this for a long time. And it uh, that was a shocker. I mean, it was a shocker the way it was handled. Uh, you know, a lot of companies are dealing with uh, financial reverses and and trying to cope with that. But you look out for your employees. and uh, Or at least as, as much as you can yeah. to ensure that there's a landing spot for them or to make sure that there's resources available to call everybody in and go, well, you're going to get paid through Thursday and your insurance is done Tuesday of next week. And, oh, by the way, we're in bankruptcy, so there's no COBRA assistance and no severance package. No, well, I think, you know, the word that comes to mind, and I don't know if it's been used, is betrayal. I mean, these were people who were loyal to the company they did a good job that you know they were the reason that company prospered for as long as it did and what do you do you know you betray them you betrayed the mayor you betrayed the city uh, i remember when i was mayor anytime a company was going to do something if they're going to have layoffs or what someone would come to the mayor's office and they would talk to me and say i just want to alert you this is what we're doing or we're going to be expanding so the mayor was always in the loop you weren't caught like the mayor didn't even know this. Mayor got the first response from this company last night. Yeah. And that's so unfair. I mean, you know, the mayor. Paul, these people have been posting as, as eight days ago on LinkedIn about their job openings. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what makes it so unbelievable. It's just like, hey, nothing, nothing to see here. And then all of a sudden this ball drops and. I think, you know, when you shut out the spokesperson for the city of Decatur, the mayor, uh, you know, who has a background and understanding of a lot of what's going on right now. And you, you betray a city when you betray the mayor in that way. And, you know, the mayor can have information. And uh, it was true when I was there. And it's true now that isn't uh, shared necessarily with council until the proper time. But the mayor needs to know the mayor needs to be on top of this. And and they left Julie hanging. They did just like, you know. Uh, she she wants to put the best possible uh, perspective on this, and it's impossible when you're betrayed too. Yeah, which was in her verbiage that she responded to the email uh, to the the folks from you, you know I I mean the idea that you send the mayor an email you know at seven o'clock at night you know all the many hours later after doing this to these four hundred people kind of tells you a lot, um, but I thought her response was highly appropriate. Frankly, this is not good enough at all. We have resources offered your workers, but since you gave absolutely no notice to us, we could not even six to your former employees. The way Acorn handled this is nothing short of shameful. We will do everything possible to help your colleagues that your company abandoned. Yeah. Well, I That's like strong language. Yeah. And I like that last phrase too, you know, yeah. We'll do everything possible that we can basically since you didn't, you know, we'll take it from here. You know, thank you for nothing. And I think when you look at that, Decatur is at its finest when we rally to help others. And I think here's an opportunity, and we're seeing this starting to develop. You're involved in it, obviously, and I really appreciate that, that you're not going to kick us down and expect us to stay there. And we'll rise up stronger than we have been. Yep. And, and it, if you go right now to nowdicator.com, you can go to the Employment and Retraining and Assistance Opportunities page, and we have compiled a comprehensive list. I, I mean, I 
you know, everybody's been through tragedy in life. You've lost someone you love. You've gotten a divorce. You've lost a job. These things are traumatic. Um, you, you know, you're reeling, you, you know, you, you Friday morning, you thought, Hey, I just got a promotion. And, and Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, you're told, you know, you're out and everything's done, but it can be very complex to go to all these different places and find all these different things. We've compiled a tremendous list and we're adding to it by the hour. Uh, so if you're a company out there that wants to get information out about hiring, you know, there's a way for you to contact us. If you're offering up assistance of some kind, like we heard yesterday from Danzig and from Melanie Schelling about how they're helping people get on the insurance exchange. All of that is there so you don't have to try to navigate all this bureaucracy to find these resources that are available to you. Well, I think that's reassuring and in, in a dark moment for, you know, uh, longer than a moment, you know, for these families to know, you know, it's difficult now. But listen. You know, we're behind you. We're going to yep. help you. We're, we're here for you. That's what Decatur and Macon County's always been about. That's exactly right. Whether it's mental health assistance or financial assistance or unemployment insurance assistance, all of that is there. I keep, I know I keep harping on this, but the most immediate thing you can do today is be at Millican at noon. Uh, from noon to 12 or to 2.30 at the Commons building, the, the new university uh, uh, Commons building, you can, third floor there, there are going to be more than 50 local employers that, that they opened this up yesterday, and kudos to Millican, because this had originally been planned just for Millican students and alumni, uh, and anybody who's been impacted by this ACORN thing uh, is now invited to go do this, but you'll be able to have face-to-face conversations. Well, and I think that's impressive, too, and it, and it speaks to what uh, what we're all about here, that uh, almost within minutes of this announcement being made, Millican's uh, here. Well, here's, here's a way we can help. Not only that, but I am told they added, uh, 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 you, you know, people, uh, companies, you, you know, that who reached out and said, can we get in this? And I mean, you know, you've already got the room laid out. You got everything in plan. So kudos uh, to them. I'm sure it was a lot of work on their ha- behalf, but they did it because they want to help. Well, and I think sometimes when, uh, you know, coming out of, of something like this, uh, it really shows what we're about. And I, I think that the leaders emerge and sometimes they don't always have that opportunity to, to show what they can do for somebody else. And, and this is an opportunity, you know, for those people that have been in training for this, that have been expecting something like this uh, and hoping it never happened, you know, to step up. So, you know, whether you're elected official or, or the head of some organization that can help, and you know, now's the time that you can really show yeah, what this is about and how we care and how we can assist. Yep. There's also a number that I want you to remember. Uh, several years ago, the Howard G. Buffett Foundation funded the 211 uh, 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 call center and ability to be able to use here in Macon County. And, and it is rent utility assistance, food pantry, shelter, support groups, mental health, financial assistance, education, health care. It is 24-7. And they will start you on a path. All that information is there on the website as well. So there are resources. Once the shock starts to kind of come off and, and you start going, all right, what do I do? What's my next step? There are people and there are jobs. And you've been mayor, you've been publisher. If this had happened 10 years ago, I don't know what we would have done with 450 people. No, you're exactly right. And I, I think that's what's reassuring in, in, in this dark time, particularly for these families and the ripple effect this will cause across our community. Yep. You know, uh, I, I think the fact is that we're better prepared to deal with something like this than this community has ever been. And I can testify to that. 
uh, just in the number of organizations that can help and what they can do and how they can assist you. And I know these families are going through shock and still trying probably sleepless nights for, you know, two or three nights here. But uh, help is available, and there are people here who will bend over backwards to help you and reach out to you. You bet. Tomorrow morning, we will be specifically talking to the city of Decatur, ADM, Caterpillar, uh, Premiant, uh, you know, our major employers that are looking for people right now. Uh, I mean, you know, so hopefully we can bridge this gap as quickly as possible so there's as little interruption uh, into your financial life, your mental health, all of that. And and I'm really hoping uh, that over the next few days we're able to tell a ton of positive stories out of this. Yeah, and I, I, I believe we will. I, I do. I believe we will. I've always believed in this community, and I believed, still do, always have in the goodness of the people saw a lot community. of it yesterday and, <laughs> and and not just from you know elected people or people who are in the edc business or people who are in i just saw people just the kindness come out of like just simple gestures you know how, what can we do to help can we bring over a meal you know can we do you know that kind of thing yeah and i think in this day and it's and easy to think that that doesn't exist anymore it does yeah yeah and i think it surfaces when there's a need like this that hey there's a lot more people out there, a gigantic number of people who have kindness in their hearts instead of hatred and envy and that kind of thing. And maybe that's the positive coming out of this. You know, these people will not stand alone who received this shock. We will stand with them and we will help them. And there'll be a lot of kindness extended and there already is. And so we just want them to know that we have your back. All right, let me segue, uh, and, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to bring politics into this, but it's a, it's a reason why I don't understand why people aren't more interested in municipal elections. You know, these people who have, you know, the mayor. I, I mean, you, you know, how a mayor reacts to this and leads is important. But yet these municipal elections are coming up. I don't hear anyone talking about it. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. And uh, I probably have never seen such a lack of interest in, in, in public service as I have in the past few years. And, and, and let me, I, here's what I think. You tell me if I'm wrong. Um, we've turned politics into this theater, right? And it, it's, you know, the far left wants to defund the police. The far right wants to ban books and and drag shows. No, it's harder to lead in, in any realistic way. It's better to have these culture wars uh, for them than it is worrying about paving streets or getting people employed or having better education. That stuff takes work. It's hard. Yeah, it is. And I, I think uh, it's unfortunate that a lot of, uh, of what you just described uh, has been creeping into local politics. and I uh, The Democratic Party in, in Macon County. What's up with that? Yeah, about, this is a nonpartisan election, and they're looking to endorse candidates. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't understand that. And I I've never it. seen it. Yeah, I haven't either. It's just like, you know, if you're a Democrat or Republican, you don't run as a Democrat. It's a nonpartisan election. You don't have political parties choosing up sides and saying we're endorsing this person. But uh, I mean, it's their right to do it. I, I you know, that's fine. Just, yeah. But but it it, it is it. it leads itself to or lends itself to the argument that everything has just become so politicized i want to you know right now i don't care if you're red or blue i need you to help these 400 people and their families right what can you bring to the table makes no difference to me uh, about the ideology well and, and i'm sure these 400 families don't care if you're red or blue either you know uh, they need help and they want help and 
And I believe you help people not because you're red or blue, not because you're Democrat or Republican, but because you have a heart for helping people in your community. But you're also willing to roll up your sleeves and do the work. And we don't have enough of that today. And that's why no one's paying attention, even though you got school board candidates, you got Richland community uh, trustees, you've got a mayor's race, you've got a city council race, because they have to do the work. They got to pick up your garbage and pave your streets and provide police protection and worry about schools and, and secondary education. It is way easier today to just throw a bunch of cultural buzzwords around to get people pissed off at each other and raise money and do nothing. Yeah, and, and nothing's what we're seeing in a lot of cases, and, and that's unfortunate, and it, it's not what we're about. It's not what this district or this community is about. We're about helping people, and let's translate that to all of the elected offices that we have, you know, in Congress and everywhere else. You know, you should be there to help us, to help people, yep. to help others. All right. I, I, I got a reminder from Lindsay, and you can get this information on the website. We have, uh, and I want to thank Melanie Schelling and, and the Reynolds uh, 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 family from Danzig, because uh, th this is a qualifying event to get on the exchange. You know, you know, there, usually you have to do the open enrollment thing, but because of what happened. And if you reach out today... Um, you can literally uh, applying now will make uh, uh, um, before the end of this month, we'll make sure you have coverage in March. So I know this thing's complicated. I'm not an insurance agent. I don't know all the ins and outs, but we have direct information on that page of people you can reach out to. Uh, there, there are people that can get on the exchange depending on when those open enrollment dates are. But because of what happened, you are available to do that now. It's available to you. And if that's an avenue you can go, when your insurance lapses on February 28th from Acorn, you should be covered in March. So go to the health insurance segment of the Employment and Retraining Opportunities and Assistance page, and there are direct phone numbers and emails to both uh, uh, Dancing and to Melanie Schelling if you want to speak to somebody about that. Th this is what I'm talking about, Paul. It's about trying to sort of like, what can you do right now? Yeah. Yeah, it's not like I'll help you sometime. It's right now. Yeah. That that need Who is Who do I talk to? You know, I'm yeah. I'm not gonna have insurance in four days. Well, and these are these are questions these people didn't have just a few days ago. They never even thought about that. You know, they were, were set in their job and, and they thought everything was okay. And so it's a pretty complicated world we live in anymore in trying to get answers to questions, where to go to get help. And uh, I, I think, uh, if anything, this community will come out stronger as a result of this because we're going to identify those areas where we really have some strength. Yep. Uh, and I want to thank Dr. Juanita Morris and the Morris Code. I know they had their last, I believe, school board candidate on last night. If you're interested in that race, uh, you can go to the podcast section, uh, look up the Morris Code. And I believe the last five weeks, she's had all of those candidates through for a uh, thoughtful, in-depth conversation about their passion and why they want to serve. It's important. Public education right now is our future. Uh, and getting these kids prepared for life after is, I, I don't know if there's anything more important in our community right now. Yeah. You want to talk about elected officials and, and you know, elected board members, you know, look right at the school board. Yep. That is our future. It yep. is. Uh, who's, who's in charge of our future? The, yep. the kids. And, and uh, all right, uh, Paul, I, I, I don't, I'm trying hard. You know, I, I don't know why the only people we've heard from around this acorn thing has been the Democrat office holders. Yeah. Durbin's office, Governor Pritzker, Congresswoman Bedzinski. The mayor said she talked to uh, Doris Turner yesterday, Senator Turner. 
I don't know where the rest of our folks are. And I assume they're writing some press release trying to blame this on J.B. Pritzker, which would be kind of the M.O., right? Well. I mean, where are they? Yeah, it's not a time to blame anybody for anything. It's a time to step up and help. It's a time for outrage. It's a time to point the right direction. It's a time to lend support to people who need support. Uh, to let them know their congressperson is behind them and working hard. Or their state rep or yeah. their state senator. and saying they're outraged. You know, they're, they feel betrayed just like you do, you know. And, and more and, importantly, that's fine to tap into that. But more importantly, here's how we can help. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think— But this I, isn't this part and parcel in that they don't have any ability to do anything? Well, I would hope that's not it. But, but if it's not it, then it's time to step up. You know, when we go through something like this, which is a crisis for our community, uh, leaders step up and they take charge and they help people. That's why they're there. Nikki Bazinski is going to be here today. Yeah. On the ground. Well, and, and I it's, and I don't know what that I mean, it's symbolic, but at least it's, hey, you know, we hear you. We're we're going to do everything they can. And, and she has connections to be able to hopefully do things right. I know she's already working with Workforce Investment Solutions in Rocky. I just I just think this is when real stuff hits the fan. You get to see the political theater is sort of exposed as to that's all it is. It's just theater. Yeah. When you really have to do something. Do you have the ability to do that? Yeah, I was I was kind of you know uh, unsure about uh, Congresswoman Budzinski you know during the campaign and that because it almost seemed like she wasn't even here. But I will I'll say that, you know her first few months in office she's been everywhere. She's been a decatur wherever there's a, a crisis she's been there to lend support. She's been gathering information for the ag committee that she has some. She's put together a, an entire ag committee of local people here. I, I mean, you know, you can agree or disagree with the politics, the red or the blue, but we're an agribusiness community. And, and and the other congresswoman that we have is also on the ag committee, and there's nothing. Yeah. Well, you know. And she's a farmer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not so much interested as to, you know, the theater. Yeah. I don't really care about that. What I'm interested in is how do you feel about these 400 people being laid off and what are you doing to help them? What are you doing to help our community? You were elected to represent us. How do you represent us? How do you help us? Is it just theater or do you really care about us? Well, one thing I want to be very clear about, and, and sometimes we're very centric about this kind of thing that, oh, it's our fault or, oh, it's something the the city, th this company pulled the plug on the entire company. Uh, they're yeah. in what, New Jersey. Uh, there's a corporate office uh, up north uh, near Chicago. Uh, there's something in Sweden. I mean, the, the the whole thing got pulled. This has nothing to do with state politics or, or Decatur, Illinois. Well, yeah, and these decisions were not made in Decatur, Illinois, too. And I think that's what we need to, to understand. Uh, I'm sure the leadership in Decatur is just as appalled by this as as uh, the mayor said as much. Uh, I, yeah. I started the show today. No, I I don't have any knowledge of who knew what, when, right? Yeah. But. Her take this morning, and I'm assuming she's had conversations, uh, is that the local leadership here was just as shocked as everybody else. Yeah, and then when you get away from that and these decisions are made, you know, they just let the ball drop, you know, and because they're moving on and Decatur is not that important. Well, yeah, Decatur is that important. The people who, who work here and live here are that important. And uh, I think any leader, whether they represent us in Congress or – here in the city of Decatur, have to be concerned about this. This isn't a reflection of Decatur. 
This is a reflection of a company that did decay. This, this is this is a reflection of everything that's wrong with the bad side of corporate America and and looking at just numbers and bottom line. I mean, this is the, from their web page this morning, right? Life at Acorn. This is how they describe it. Here at Acorn, each employee matters. Exclamation point. Despite being an international company with multiple locations, working at Acorn still gives you that small company, family-oriented feel. You don't have to worry about getting lost in the sauce or becoming another number within a population of thousands, as Acorn is a company that encourages heavy communication and team collaboration. Yeah. Betrayal. That's the word. That means nothing. It, it meant nothing. Words on, on a page. Yeah, words. And... Uh, I don't know. The people the people who work there are, are much more important than that to me and to you and to the mayor and to Decatur. And, and sometimes when, and oftentimes when something like this happens, a community will gather around and get strong and say, hey, you're not going to kick us down. You know, we're going to help these people and we're going to come out of this more knowledgeable about the things that we can do and how we can help others. And from, that's really important. From the mayor's response to them, I think it bears repeating. We will do everything possible to help your colleagues that your company abandoned. Yeah. Paul, always good to get your take on things. And you were always a steady leader. And I think we've got a steady leader now and we're going to get through this. We are. I know that's easy to say. Uh, to people who are facing the shock and the impact and the trauma of this. But there are people just coming out of everywhere trying to help, and and, and we're going to get through this. We're Paul. better prepared now than ever. All right. City Hall Insider. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.